It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jake Radio, it's December 19th. I got it wrong on the sheet. It's, I said December 20th, but it's actually December 19th. It's Christmas time. We're a couple days away. We're a week away. We got Mariah Carey bringing you in because it's Wednesday, which is Women Wednesday. And this is the most popular song sung by a female about Christmas. Might be one of the most popular Christmas songs in general, which is uh, interesting since some have been around since the 1800s, and this is relatively new. Jake, you love the song? It's a good song, Mariah kills it. You can't deny that it's a good song. You want to, though. I see it in your face. I do want to because in recent years, have you seen her perform it recently? It's just like she ruined the the, the beauty of it all because she's so bad recently. Don't listen to the recent ones. And she did carpool karaoke and was like god awful, so I don't want to root for her anymore. Don't root for her anymore. Root for her in 94, whenever this song came out. Oh, you have to. When Jeter was dating her, and she was like, the Bella, mm. the ball. Mm. Yeah. Aren't uh, there a lot of good Mariah stories out there? Like, she celebbed hard. She like, didn't she have? Hard. Didn't she have, like, a duplex apartment, and one of the levels was just all clothes or something? Maybe. That's a similar to Katy Perry's all house that she robbed from the nuns just for clothes. Did you know that Katy Perry has a cat called Kitty Perry? <laughs> Is that from something? No. <laughs> Did you just make that, that up? That was just like Katy Perry's cool, fun fact for a while. And it's like, okay. So she actually has a cat named Kitty Perry? I believe so, yes. That's terrible. See? Katy's bringing me coffee, but there's so much stuff on my desk, it's hard to find a place to settle coffee down. No, it's weird. Whenever I try to sing the Mariah Carey Christmas song, which, you know, <laughs> four times a day throughout the year, um, my my voice goes from, I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need to say. When I go into the to say, I go into full Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's your dream world. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need to say. How long, how long will I slide? Nice. I wanted to play some other songs. So I was like, man, but we're on Friday, we're going to do a Christmas only show. Christmas music, Christmas songs, holidays. Uh, get your voicemails in 908-845-5792. 
908-845-5792. Call in. We already got one from Teach. I haven't listened to you yet, though. Teach is a trusted caller. Season. What are you doing? And Santa Claus has got a toy. That's a good song. It's a good song. You're you're okay. You gonna check out Teach's voicemail at all? Or are you just gonna let it ride? That's what How I was. Much I trust was gonna, do you have? I wanted to throw that your way. Like, don't you think he's a trusted caller that I don't need to check it, and then I can get my live time reaction, which may be better. All right. Because what was Teach's last call? It was when you stand in front of the subway and the doors open and you feel like awesome. My live time yeah. reaction was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. So, Teach, you're a trusted caller. Your your calls will no longer be screened. I hope he hasn't been saving some anti-Semitic rant for now. Well, he's a teacher, so. Go on. Hey, did you see, uh, I wanted to get your opinion on this in an honest forum. Honest forum. I have, uh, I have a kid that for a year, since the end of the 2017 season, right. just DMs me. Uh, like terrible things. I right. blocked him on Twitter. He goes to my personal. He made fake Twitter accounts, like new Twitters, just to keep doing it. Sure. I have to block them. He goes to my Instagram, my personal Instagram DM, and DMs me there and like just says terrible shit. So after sure. a year, I was like, fuck this. And I posted it on, he was dropping hard N words and stuff. And I posted on Twitter. I said, with his full name, because he's an idiot and has it out there. I said, hey, everyone, meet Nick Sassy. Right. He's a racist and a stalker and a troll. All of his friends just like lit up my DM like, dude, delete it, delete it. You're going to ruin his life. You're going to ruin his life. And I'm mm. like, well, well, fuck him. Yeah. He said it. Maybe you're maybe you're saving his life. So he learns not to be a goddamn idiot. Like doxing people is terrible. I don't ever want to dox people, although... We do have like the people. There's a whole. What was that word? Dotson people? Doxing. D O X I N G. It's when you release people's personal information and kind of ru- try to ruin their lives with it. Okay. Um, I heard you're saying Dotson, like the dogs. Dotson people. <laughs> Dotson now people I, are terrible. Now that I could get behind. What do you, what do you think? So I, I deleted it because, like, yeah, I don't want to ruin this kid's life. I just want him to learn to not right. be a fucking asshole. Okay. But. I told I showed that I told his friend like I was like I'm not joking I I really want to ruin this kid's life because I fucking hate this kid there's like right. three people in the world that I truly want to see do bad it's like uh, Nick Walenda Nick Sassy and there's probably someone else out there a magician or something that I probably can't. another Nick probably another Nick what do you think though do you think I should have deleted it or do you think I just said it's not fuck this kid it's out there now um interesting. Because you and I both have that human side where it's like, well, if you learn your lesson now and you never bother me again, go on. This yeah. kid does have the track record that he's probably going to bother you again. Yeah, I say I say you keep it in a blackmail format. Like, I have this. Oh, dude, I'm full if, blackmail format. If you format. make one stupid move, you're done. That's what you're I said. completely I, I, done. I emailed it to myself, the screenshot, and all the other screenshots, and I said I sent their friend a screenshot of my email, and I said, listen, I have this, and I am going to be happy the day I get to put it out there forever. I'll, I'll put it on Imager with his full name attached so it comes up on right. Google right away. Like, I'll be really happy to do it because fuck this kid. He's been stalking and harassing me for a year. 
And I'd, yeah. I'd love for it to come back and bite him in the ass. I love a good backfire. You do. But I took it down for now. I said, don't, if he even DMs me and says, thanks for taking it down, it's fucking going up. I don't want to hear this from this kid ever again. So that's where I left it. But I wanted to get your opinion. Even if he says nice things to you? Yeah. No, dude. Just, it's like a restraining order. Right. I don't think you would. I don't think you would. Fucking test me. <laughs> I you don't have the stones. I'm not trying to ruin people's lives, but like, dude, you've been ruining my days for a year. So, yeah. Well, fuck yourself. They're like, he's a valid Victorian. <laughs> what? No, he's not. No, he's not. All no, right. he's not. Well, we'll get your opinion. A little behind the scenes on here. Cool. And the other kid, oh. the other kid who does it, he's fully anonymous on Twitter, but I have his phone number because he called into this radio show. And right. told me who he was. So, like, that kid, if I could Google a phone number and find out his government name and stuff, I'd fucking dox him. Dox. You shouldn't be allowed to say anonymous things on the internet and not get away and just, like, be totally cool. Kids these days. All right, we'll turn it around. You want to go into sports? No. All right, how's Jimmy? your day? How was the rest Thank of your Tuesday? Because you. you were sad yesterday. Here we go. Tuesday was a day. Day, day. Um, yeah, man. I mean, again, if you want it, it's called Dan. What'd you just do? This coffee is terrible. I think it's Katie tough. made it last night, and it just sat all night burning. Yeah, that was a tough reaction. You know, like when it's like burnt, bitter. Yeah, that was really bad. That was an awful reaction. That was a Tuesday reaction. Uh. As I tell everyone, people are starting to come around on Tuesday. I saw one of the Alberts tweeting out yesterday. Some some guy said something like he was having a bad day, and he's like, bro, <laughs> talk to Jake. It's Tuesday. Um, so Tuesday, you got to dance with the devil a little bit. So I did and did some things I hate doing. Uh, I knocked out a, a chunk of my Christmas shopping. Uh, went to the post office to mail some Christmas stuff. Uh, so so that was kind of hellacious. Um, I will say I I wrapped up the day with a little workout and then my building through a Christmas party. And Jim, you would have hated it. And I wanted to hate it. But again, it's a Tuesday. You got to dance with the devil. And um, you j- you just have to know what you're getting into. And so my building, they wanted to hold a black tie event in the common area. And it's like, hey, don't own that. Don't don't own a tux. You can't host a black tie event in the foyer lobby of your building. Like, if you want to host a black tie event, if you're going to make me dress up in a tux, then you better be hosting it in a place that deserves right. a tux. Tux worthy. Yes. Um, so they and they sent out an email. I think it was I guess they had problems last year because they wanted to have like a nice Christmas party. And I guess, you know, some people pushed it. Um, so they sent out an email that was like, hey, doesn't have to be black tie, just no jeans and sneakers. And you're like, OK, so I, I got my wrinkled up suit laying out from winter meeting. So we throw it on. We go down there. The girl's happy. She she dresses pretty. It's crowded. There's a casino theme. There's fake money, so I like that. Uh, there's free drinks, which I like that. Um, 
And then yeah, it, it, there's there's like a raffle at the end, but like one of those fake raffles. Well, not fake. Did raffles, you win anything? But, oh no, uh, it was like a hundred dollar Uber gift card. Was like it like guess how many balls? Southwest. No. So the, the casino night, you started with two thousand followers, and each five hundred followers was one raffle ticket. Oh, that's boring. Give kind me, of. Give me a guess how many are in this thing raffle. That's kind of gambling, Jim. Give me that. That's like do that at a roulette table. Dude, um, first grade, first grade. I like craps. I, I won like three of those. Guess how many pens are in this jar? Guess how many I just crushed the guess how many. I think many you were is. such a demonstrative kid. I think they just threw you those. Demonstrative? I was shy. First grade, I was very Yeah, shy. I don't know what demonstrative means, but I think you were so you were so assertive that you were like, I have to win that that the I think your mom came in and was like, "Hey, whatever, whatever the little Jimmy guesses on the pens, just just give him a little something. Throw nah, him man. a couple extra marshmallows." Nah, man. I used to crush events that took no skill; they were just random. But for some reason, I'd always win. Like I won principal of the day, K through eighth grade. I Only mean, one person won principal of the day. It was me. I mean, this is just adding up my case. No, why I think no- we got to bring in Susie Papa. There was no way to fake principal of the day. It was a tree full of lollipops, and if you took the lollipop that had green on the bottom with a marker, there was only one with green you on the bottom. I don't think there's a way to face that, fake that. I pulled it. I looked at it. I was like, I'm principal for the day. They tried, tried to get me to make the morning announcements, and I was like, I have a speech impediment. I'm the shyest kid in the world. There's no way I'm talking onto that microphone. And now yeah. look. Thank you, Mrs. O'Brien. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. Night winded down with um. You danced with the devil. I think this is a classic. Or I I think there's a good joke to be had here. A good stand up joke. You have danced with the devil. Whoa! Something that like paralyzes young adult males. So I'm spinal I'm, injuries. I'm ready to car leave. car crashes. Yep. yep. Bingo. Um. That's that's one of those classic stand up jokes. Um. <laughs> So I'm I'm ready to leave. They do the raffle. I was I was staying through that just because you have to. Yeah. And then this one nice guy in the building who like his his wife kind of works with the building. So he was always like pretty friendly with me, but I thought it was kind of like he has to. Like he lives in this fishbowl environment where this dude has to be friendly with everyone, otherwise you're just in a tight spot because everyone knows his wife. So. I see him at the end of the night, and he's probably had a couple, but he's like, dude, great seeing you, blah, blah, blah. We start talking, and he's just being really nice. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is nice. And then some old guy, older guy, you'll see why I corrected that in a little bit. Uh, He starts walking towards us, and he goes, yo, you need to meet this guy, Pete something. He's like, he's a member of one of the nicest golf courses in, in the world. That's a great last name, but probably a burden, too. Yeah, Pete something. Um. So Pete something comes up and we do the handshake and we start start talking golf a little bit. Um, but it was one of those things like, again, I was ready to go upstairs. But because this guy had access to a premium golf course, like if I left, like that's a bad guy look. No access anymore. So then we we end up hanging out. I crack a couple jokes. You hit um, him with the uh, paralyzed one? No, left that out for now. Um but yeah, flirted with. So I basically flirted with an old guy to end the night. Dance like, with the devil. Hopefully, you take take me golfing at some point, my new dad. Um, but yeah, not not a bad Tuesday. 
Not a bad Tuesday, huh? Wow. Started well, at the wrap-up, because I danced with the devil. Yeah, oh yeah, you danced with that devil, man. And I mean, not a bad Tuesday. I'm going to go dance with the devil. How many dance with the devil sound bites you got? I got one more. You want it? Yeah. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> yeah. I had to work up to it. I knew I was going to drop all three. How was the rest of your day, Jim? Big Baby David hung out. We got some yeah. clips done. Um, How'd he do? Off the record. Good. Oh, uh, Good. It's more of how I do. Like, he drove a long ways here to help out and, like, learn some things. And so? I just, I'm, like, hoping the I... The Buffalo Bills could fly a long way for a football game. Doesn't mean they don't play like shit. I'm telling you, in my brain, I'm more thinking about, like, I hope that it was worth it for him. He helped out. Like, I'm just trying to teach him some stuff that he can put on his resume. I need people that can help edit videos, so that's it. But I, in the, it was actually a good test out, because Big Baby David's graduating college, so he wants to get a real job that'll pay real money. But I need sinus. Shout out. I need in, I need I need interns over the summer. It'll How do you say that word? What word? Ursinus or sinus? I don't know what His word. College. Oh, the college he goes to? Yeah, that's something along the lines of your sinus. I have no idea. He was I wearing the called, shirt yesterday with you? I just call it Big Baby David College. Okay. Then I did nothing. I watched some sports. Okay. Watched some shows. Oh, you know what I did, Jake? I uh I uh I suck on this magic pen Katie has. And then I sit here in front of the mic and I do uh I talk about music. Okay. For that it's a podcast I have called Talking Songs that like twenty Talkin people songs. listen to. I don't promote it ever. I don't share no. the links ever anymore, but I still do it. Sure. And it's turned into John Boy After Dark and just like high John Boy thoughts. Tough. Yeah, it's t- that's why I don't promote it. I just do it because it's yeah. a, it's a it's an outlet for me. I'll give it a listen one of these times. No, oh, there's uh, Maggie uh, uh, reaches out a lot because she listens. And I told her like, did it sound different? Because I was just really high, just talking to myself, and she was like, "Yeah, it didn't sound like you." <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Maggie! I think I got something to say to you. It's late September and you really should be back at school. If you name the rest of the podcast in Bob Dylan. Voice, if your name was Maggie, would you make that your alarm clock? No, man, that'd be hellish. If my wife's name was Maggie, then yes, to torture her. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. That was a long, uh, long, a lot of talking before we got. How? To the- uh, I'm not done. Dude, we're, we're 20, we're 18 minutes in. We haven't done. Yeah, the news. it's good stuff. Man, this is funny stuff. <laughs> That's got to be a sound clip. How have we not thought of that right, yet? Write that. Write that. Good write stuff. that down. How have you? I mean, you're you're on month what month two or three? Like trying to get high. Have Have you seen an evolution in in your high game? Yeah. Well, I had a couple scary moments. Right. You got too high. Too high, and uh, I was like embarrassed by it. Told Katie she wasn't allowed to tell anyone. She told people. Right. So that was rude. Well, that's like rule number one of getting high. Yeah, but I didn't like it at all. And then that's I stop- like the getting high handshake is like, yo, one time, <laughs> way too high. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but usually like everyone's a teenager in that situation, right? I've also hated about people talking about like how they were high for my whole life. Right. So I feel like I can't. I've been talking shit. Like my friends be like, oh, dude, I got so high, and I was, uh, and I'm like, yo, shut up, I don't care. So I feel like right. now I can't share. 
Right. But I think if you apologize for your high sins, you can. No, I still think it's terrible social. Like I'd never want to do it around people. Yeah, that's well, no, it's uh, that's that's part of the problem. Like you say that you, if you have the discussion with a high person, you just nod your head and you get through it and you're like, yeah, OK. If it's someone that doesn't get it, then you're out. And that was you. And now you've switched teams. Yeah, but I would still not do it around. Like if like a bunch of people came over, like if you and I were hanging out. Right. I was like, no way. That's yeah. that. But that's what people Absolutely. used to do. That's what people used to do to me. And I'd be like, dude, don't come over my house, get high and then just sit on the couch. That's boring. You grew up in California, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I've I've figured it out uh, well, okay. where I, I know my limits and I, I know what I like and dislike. But I've got a game plan. Yeah, but see, what happened when I got really high was the pen, the battery was dying. So I was taking these big hits to try and just get anything out of it. Right. And then I charged it. And then I was like, I had done a bunch of donut hits, basically. Right. So then I took a full swing with the donut off and it was just like way too powerful. Right. And Katie was already asleep, and I was just like, holy shit, I'm dying. So now you take a couple puffs. Do you throw on something funny to get more comedy out of it, or what's your game? No, Katie says that the the stuff we have isn't funny. It's sleepy. Right. No, I, mean, I, I haven't gotten, like, the most I do is text you. Right. So you're the only one that has to deal with it. Right. Okay. I was texting you the Buffalo versus Syracuse score last night. You were. With no context. Just the no score. No context. Just the score. <laughs> I think that leads us into sports. The Rangers beat the Anaheim Ducks with the last second shorthanded goal to cap off the third period comeback. It was an exciting game in which the Ducks were their third alternate uniforms, which are the Mighty Ducks uniforms, which I think is unfair because they're basically the hockey team of my childhood and you want me to root against them? Very hard to do, sir. The Nets beat the Lakers. My old friend Jared Dudley came off the bench and played pretty good. Are the Nets good? They've won six in a row now. The Yankees are hosting Manny Machado. It's Manny Day. Have a Manny Christmas today. And yesterday, they officially signed Carlos Beltran to become a special advisor of the GM, which they now have like six ex-players doing. UConn took care of Drexel, taking the lead after four minutes and never looking back. An ex-Met and former King of New York, Matt the Dark Knight Harvey, has signed a one-year deal with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim for $11 million in a free agency year. Two years ago, people were saying Harvey was going to sign for $100 million. Big deal. Didn't get it. Woo. Woo. Mm. Mm. Chugging this disgusting coffee. Ooh, child. Things, Things are, are gonna, gonna get, get easier. That's a good song. Yeah, it's a really good scene of that in uh, Boys in the Hood when he on uh, he takes takes uh, young Cuban Gooden Jr. fishing, teaches him how to be a man. Sure. Then they listen to that song on the drive home in the little punch N- buggy. Nothing actually happens with the Yankees and Machado today, right? It'd be kind of crazy if it did. 
Like there is that's that's the part that I think is I don't want to say killing us because that's dramatic, but there's a five percent chance like it's just firm handshakes. Like I want to be a Yankee. Here's three hundred million. Let's go. But the ninety five percent chance is that this is going to drag on like <laughs> close to February. Dude, you just uh, you just put me on alert. Like I wasn't even. I was on 0% alert of like a impromptu podcast today. Right. And now you have me at least at 5% alert. Like, oh shit, we might need a pod at any time today. Um, well, we have to pod again anyways. <laughs> yeah, which would be great because we need something right. to record tonight. Well, we have interviews from winter meetings, but yeah. Well, people will probably be hot from all this anyways, but um, how about your buddy, Jim? J-Dud. J-Dud. Jared Dudley. Once this is a this is a secret forum that no one listens to, right? It's just you and I talking. More or less. I filmed Jared Dudley's wife dance on the dance floor for like half hour straight once. Right. I sent videos to you guys. That's you the remember, part that I'm do, not supposed to. Do you remember to her first name? No, but I can find it. Yeah, Christina. It's Christina Dudley. Oh, you have it up there? Yeah. She's gorgeous. Yeah. So I I filmed a wedding and it was this this guy's wedding and uh, Dudley was in the um, bridal party. Right. And he was fun. He was a fun guy. Like they bought a round of drinks. They're screaming into my camera. I think I have some clips of it somewhere, but it was cool. But um, the his wife and her friends. And I mean, I'll, I'll slide back the creepiness. They were the only people on the dance floor, and my job is to film the dance floor. It's a creepy job right. in general, just a wedding videographer. You're just filming people dance. And, I mean, it, well, Jim, let me let me cover up your creepiness with my creepiness, because I think I, I think you took a couple videos from me because you said that this would be my heaven because I, I, I don't discriminate between women, and you said there are some pretty ladies out there, mm. and I was... I, I, I like that. And, and I'm a dancer. Um, so, yeah, now we're in a weird place. But Nets have won six in a row. My bu- my buddy Tim's Nets. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of good for my Knicks because they're getting away from them in, in draft pick land. Um, and, yeah, the, Nick, the, Nick, the Nets, excuse me, uh, they wanted to fight for a playoff spot this year, and now they're they're like a game and a half out from Orlando Sam's Magic, who who haven't been doing too much. Um, so yeah, dude, the NBA has this sweet this sweet role where if you're okay for long enough, and then you become an old guy you have a spot on a team. Like, think about how many Talking Yanks episodes you and I have gone where it's like, who's going to be the 25th guy in this roster? Is it Tyler Wade? He can play a lot of positions. He can come in and pinch run when we need it. Is it going to be another guy out of the bullpen? Like, basketball, you don't really use the last three guys on your bench. So, like, one... So, basically, if I'm building a basketball team, the last three guys on my bench is you bring in one guy who's a total project... Like you bring in the the seven foot two guy that can shoot, and you see if you can make him something. You bring in a guy from the D, the G League to see if he can 
So he can like, you know, this is his chance to prove his keep and he pushes everyone else. Earn it. And then you bring in the one veteran who's just been around for a decade that kind of keeps everybody in a line and is basically an assistant coach. And Jared Dudley has now hit that point, and it's kind of awesome. Yeah. So it's like he's... Looks like a teddy bear. Listed at 6'7". You giving him that, Jim? Was he a foot taller than me? Probably, yeah. Yeah. I was standing on chairs filming that dance floor, so yeah. Out of Boston College. That dude. was the Shout dance floor when this wedding happened that Dudley's and his wife were at. It was uh, that song. I was like, I don't fuck with you. Mm. And they were going crazy for it. And, uh, the dance club turned into a, the dance floor turned into a nightclub the second half of the wedding. They sent all the kids away. And then there was that's a, a, that's a good move. There was a Beyonce song that played and all of like the wives, it was just nice. the wives out there. And I was Owned like, it. this is creepy as fuck, but I got to record it. Yeah, I'm I'm here for that. Um, oh, yeah. UConn won. Th- that's the only thing I miss that I don't like more about music. Because I enjoy music, but you know I don't pursue it. But I do love that the right song just takes you to a moment in time. Like there's five songs that come on, and I am at our college bar, just drunk on the dance floor, giving it hell, couldn't care about a thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. I love I love when things are attached to memories, right? You have that with any smells because a lot of people have that with smells too. Because you're well, no. You're, see, I think the other thing for me is I don't have a lot of memories. Yeah. So it's trying to connect two things I don't really have normally. I did a whole just talking episode all on smell and memory because the same part of your brain processes memories, processes sense. So that's why for a lot of people the smells are linked. Okay. Which is pretty interesting. But um, that's cool. Yeah. Your Yukon yep. one big. My Huskies win. They they rolled over Drexel. Drexel looked pretty bad. Taking I didn't get to watch this. This was what's that? They're taking care of the little guys. Like you, this is what you asked for at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's going to be an interesting development to see how how this goes into conference play. Um, they've got one more big game coming up this weekend against Villanova. Um, but basically. They've beat every team they've had to beat. The only team that was above their level that they beat was Syracuse, but Syracuse was without their point guard. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be really interesting when it gets to conference play if they roll or if they're going to be outmatched or, or where it's going to land. It's probably somewhere in the middle. Um, I would I would really love the win over Villanova. We posted a new Talking Huskies episode, me and KT Sharp. Um, so yeah, I mean it's guy with the username D D nuts D nuts D nuts asked you why you didn't shout at his Twitter and made me laugh. Yeah, it's like come on, buddy, you know it sucks because there's a lot of people out there that have stupid handles from when they were college kids, right? And now they're adults and they actually just want to engage and talk. And it's like, but I mean, I can't like shout you out because you're D's nuts. Like change your handle, buddy. Yeah. Like, he used that on me. He's like, oh, well, I had this handle for a while. And it's like, okay, well, I'm sorry, D-Nuts83, but I think your 300 followers would be fine if you audibled the name. Well, I get that all the time. Like, what the fuck is a John boy? And it's like, yeah, I guess I should have changed that. But I actually like it because it's unique and it comes up in searches. Yeah, the John boy rolls. Um, yeah, I don't know. My uh, Yeah, my... Uh, 
I, I'd like to see another good win for my Huskies. Um, you got any take on the Mighty Ducks? Were you a Mighty Ducks enthusiast? I feel like you didn't watch Mighty Ducks. I wasn't. I mean, I watched them, but I, I, wasn't, I wasn't an enthusiast, which a lot of people were. Yeah. I just think that, like, I saw that uniform, and I was like, oh, fuck. I want that team to win. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I love that uniform. It shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. I get that. I'm trying to think if there's an equivalent to, like, another. Like, if, hmm. Like the replacements, or remember the Titans for like a football team? Like if you, if an NFL, I don't even know if that's the same because it's not as youthful. I've got a team. Who? If you saw a baseball team come out in a Kakumba's uniform, yeah, you're rooting be, for them. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Sandlot didn't have a uniform, so you can't really. No. Yeah. Right, let's go on to the national news. Do you, I? I got one. One last question. Yeah. Are you rooting for Harvey? Hmm. I'm like torn. Cause I, I, cause I think both of us like the dynamic of fallen warrior. If he comes back and he's good, that's cool. But he's also kind of a douchebag. Yeah. If he's, you know, if he's overplayed like, if, his hand, if he does the a rod thing and he's like, Oh shit. And becomes okay. very self-aware and self deprecating and like honest and genuine. Like if he completely, but I don't think he's hit. He hit he hit bottom. I don't think he hit as rock bottom as A-Rod hit to where A-Rod finally had to make, like, was forced to make that pivot. And pivot. just be like, this is who I am. I now know that who I am is weird and bad, and you guys don't like it, but this is who I am. I don't know. I think Harvey might still try to cling on to... Yeah, like, if he if he has... If his first month in, in LAA, he comes out and he's, like, you know, 4-0 with a... T- a 2-2 ERA, people are going to, like, the MLB is going to be posting stuff that's like, Trout and Harvey, and, like, if he came out and was like, yo, don't lump me with Trout, like, then we would be all in on Harvey. Yeah, But he, he wouldn't do that. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, tag team back again. Jump it to that, 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 but then. You love a good 90s reference. That's a Mighty Duck song. Yeah. Tag team. Little, full circle. Little, play a little schoolyard puck. The inner city kids. Jim, we start in the NHL, which we never do. Mr. Carter, I am him. 20-year-old Carter Hart makes his debut for the Flyers. He's the record-setting six net minor to start for the Flyers in these first 35 games. Jimmy, it's bowl season, baby. Your University of Alabama Birmingham beats Northern Illinois in the Cherubundi Boca Raton Boy. <laughs> Bull, but I said boy and I like that better. College football signing day, Jim. A bunch of teenagers put on hats. We like that. LeBron James has his shot blocked by Jared Allen on your nets. Maybe that should have been tri state area news. Monet Davis commits to play softball for Hampton University. I awkwardly had a crush on her at an age when I couldn't have a crush on her. So I'm going to save this for halftime. What I was going to say, I save for halftime. Remind me. 20-year-old well, Carter say, Hart. Yeah. That's really young. Yeah. But he didn't. They like If they, if, if they said 
that a 20-year-old Carter Hart makes his debut as a goaltender. They would have said youngest to ever debut as a goaltender, which makes me believe that there's been a 19-year-old starting goaltender in the NHL, which I yeah. think that's insane. I believe that. Why not? I think that makes more sense than, I mean, standing in net and trying to block some pucks for a game is, is going to be a lot easier for a 19-year-old than trying to bang on the boards or do anything like that. Oh, yeah, the youngest ever starting goaltender is Tom Barrasso from Boston. He graduated high school and six months later was starting in the NHL. Tommy Barrasso. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's crazy, man. I mean, that's just like basketball. You can do that because like, okay, so LeBron can do that because he's a physical specimen at 18. Right. Like he is the size of a man. The, The size and the muscles for being for for a goaltender don't play the same as they did like uh like zion williamson could be in the nba right now his body fits sure he's developed early even i don't think that even comes into play with a goaltender exactly it's like it's your really the skill level that you're facing it's i'm trying to explain this in a way that, that why it's so weird in my brain like if you're a forward you can be like a fucking fast as hell 18-year-old, but a goalie is all about like people coming at you, so the level that comes at you. So I feel like to make that jump so quickly, like I feel like you would need to test the waters every way for a little right. bit. Right. I mean, there's some physical moments, but at the same time, you just got to stop the puck. Like I, you know, if you're an 18-year-old and you can fly around and you can dodge these 6-7 guys who are 250 pounds, cool. I'm happy for you, but that one time you don't, you're DED dead. I mean, a, a puck miner, you could get through a game without getting bashed by someone. I mean, the, if the other team sees an 18-year-old in net, they're probably going to give you a little shit. But I don't know. I, I think you could get through it. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like that's that's crazy jump. High school yeah. kids, like you're playing against one second, you're playing against a freshman 14-year-old who's trying to score on you. And right. six months later, you're playing against... The, Someone double his age. <laughs> the best in the world. And like your talent holds up. That's crazy. You got to be a true yeah. phenom, which is at 20 years old. I was not that. It's a game of angles in the nets. And Jim, the other thing is we're starting to hit that age that like we we know it and you realize it and you say like, wow, we watch these guys that are younger than us. It was Ronald Acuna's 21st birthday yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah, this kid not only started in the in the NHL, Tom Barrasso at eighteen, he won the the uh, Vezina Trophy. He won Vezina. what? Vezina. Vezina. Lady. Yeah, I'm not going to say these right. I'm sorry. I'm not diehard hockey it's guy. Fine. He, what's the Vezina Trophy? Top goalie. Top goalie. So at eighteen <laughs> years old, he won top goalie. Oh my God! You remember Tommy B between the pipes? He run Rookie of the Year, obviously, and he was an All Star at 18 years old, six months after high school. What if his high school teammates? What happened to this guy? If you scored on him, well, he played for 12 years. Did he just fall off? Because I I don't think I've heard of Tommy Barrasso. Yeah, it looks like he never played a full season. Peaked. Um. But he won Vezina his first year, plays second in it, his second year, ninth, his third, second, his fifth. In his first, by 23 years old, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven top 10 Vezina finishes out of eight seasons. 
for Buffalo. It's fucking nuts. That's Not inc- bad. It's incredible. Good for you, Tom. If you scored on him in high school, I hope you kept the puck. You got a story to tell, Jim. That's even better than the puck. Find me his high school stats. Anyway, speaking of Buffalo, Jake, I know this isn't on your list. No. I, I, I went, uh, just real quick, I flipped on the, I was just searching for sports last night because usually yeah. I search for, usually I search for shows or I put on shows and I got a lot of shows I'm behind on, but I watched the uh, Rangers game because it was on and uh, my brother-in-law was at the game. So that gave me like some weird vesting interest. Like, oh, we can talk right. about this tomorrow. Sure. And then, and then I, I was like, all right, well, Buffalo Syracuse, let's watch the end of this basketball game. And I flipped it fully expecting Buffalo to be the worst team, Syracuse to be the good team. But it was the opposite. Buffalo's ranked. Syracuse is not. Buffalo won. Syracuse lost. I'm behind on my. Uh, is this? Should I have known this? Is this a? Is this last couple of years or is this an oddity of a season? Um. No. This is college basketball. is kind of in a weird place where these you can build kind of a college basketball program in in some of these areas. I mean, Jim, Furman, which I, is a school that I'm guessing you you didn't. I'm not going to say you didn't know. A lot of people didn't know. I don't know. And I mean, a lot of people couldn't find on the map. They're ranked in the top 25. Um, Buffalo kind of has this cool thing going right now where ever since Khalil Mack went there, their football team's been pretty solid. Their basketball team's been solid. They had Hurley's brother coached at Buffalo and then took the Arizona State job. Um, But yeah, man, you can kind of, and I don't know if it's one and dones or what it is, but you can build a college program at at some of these schools that you'd be like, what? What what the who fleck, what fleck? Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. All right. LeBron had a shot cool. blocked. Do, do, do you think that's cool or bad? Cool. Parody is good for sports. Okay. Like, I'm top 25 right now. Yeah. Buffalo's ranked 14th. Furman's ranked 24. I mean, those are the only two that jump out, jump out. But, I mean, look what Gonzaga's done for a while now. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a, 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 like, what? Like, that's just an isolated school outside of Spokane, right? Um, oh, yeah. Nevada's ranked six. There you go. So, All right. you want to talk Monet Davis, or should we, should we not? We've already left too much out there. Halftime. Something, something you wanted to talk about at halftime. Yeah, this Monet Davis. Okay. So I put this headline on the sheet that we use, the sure. Google sheet, because I like throwing stories on there and like, let's make Jake say this. Right. Either sometimes I actually want to talk about it, like Corey Hart. I wanted to talk about that because I thought it was crazy. Right. Monet Davis, I just thought it'd be funny to put this as our news because other mm. places are putting this as news. But then you typed it in yourself. Now, did you yeah. just see mine and retype or were you putting this on in your own brain as well. No, we were typing at the same time. So you were going to put this on? Yeah. Nice. So we both were like, the world needs to know about Monet Davis going to Hampton University for softball. Yeah, I put the LeBron block on there. I put Monet, yeah. College football signing day. Yeah. Uh, I, I know, I saw you typing those. I just didn't know if you were doing them on. So like, she was supposed to go to UConn for basketball when she was like 14. No. Wrong. There was she talks. She wanted to. Yes, there was talks. <laughs> it was her. It was you saying, "I want to play for the Rangers." <laughs> no, but didn't she talk to uh, Gino and shit? Like she worked worked out with them. Like she was Gino a- gave her love because she was a celebrity. She was like, "Oh, well, Monet, <laughs> Monet would have to work really hard to get there." 
Nice. I don't know what Hampton University is. Um, I think it's a historically black college uh, in the South. Oh, cool. Good for you, Monet. That's all we'll um, do. do want- so can I say this? Say whatever you want to say. She's 17. Do, is, does she not? Is she not pretty? Yeah, it's a trick year. You're allowed to say, like, I think she's going to turn into a delightful young lady. Okay, yeah. Like, I, I'm not saying... She's got the genes in her to eventually get to the point where she's going to be very pretty. Right. Like, I'm, I'm not saying, like, I, I, wow, I'm going to go out of my way to try to take her out to dinner and maybe court her. But, like, dude, like, those eyes, and she's, she's a very pretty young lady. How about that? How about that? Good for her. She was like the gonna play some middle infield. Yeah, she's gonna. Jim, no, it's kind of kind of crazy. Call me maybe. Um, like she's someone that's gonna be around forever, right? Uh, if she 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 so far she's done a really good job at using the platform that she got for herself in the little league to like her staying power is better than it should have been. And, no, and I think the, that's a I, I think that's a compliment to her. I don't think that's on her. I think, like, baseball needed this. Like, people needed this. Like, not only a girl playing baseball, but a a young black girl who's, like, just crushing it. Yeah. And I think they kept her on that platform for a while. Yeah, and her people did a good job of not, like, overdoing it. Like, we haven't been over-saturated no. with her. It's been nice. No, she, yeah, that, that's a good point. She did a good job of, like, not trying to be out there too much. But dude, I think she's gonna be around forever. Well, like I, I, I had that I, moment where like I'm not black or female, so I didn't see it with these eyes. But when I did put on my black female eyes, which I do sometimes, and right. and like went back to that Little League World Series, like that was actually a huge moment for awesome. for young black girls in everywhere. Like to see that that was that was like chills and inspiring as hell for them. So it was cool. <laughs> she was. Badass, yeah. dude. Yeah, not she, she wasn't like playing right field for three innings. She was yeah, the, it wasn't like she blooped a game-winning single and that was it. Like, no, dude. She was like one of the best players on that team. All right. Um, we're gonna. We're so gonna, that's cool. But I just think it's. I think it's gonna be funny. Like, I think in thirty years we're gonna be talking to our kids and she's gonna be commenting on like a baseball game or something, and our kids are gonna be like, "Wait, who is that?" And we'll be like, "Yeah, that's Monet Davis." Yeah. All right, we're gonna. We're not going to do any prearranged halftime shows because this is this episode's running incredibly long. It's been it's good great. good conversation, Jake. It's been great, but well, we're not the judges of that. I am okay. The people tell us. You ready for the real news? Because I got a lot of real news headlines here. We'll only do a couple, I guess. Yeah, we got, let's hit it. Hit it hard I and fast, baby. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. Jimmy. Yeah. So I come back from the party last night. Yeah. Had a couple beers in me. I'm in one of those, one of those moments where you're like, there's a little bit of you that wishes you could like put down a couple more beers with like your buddies or do something fun. Uh-huh. But you know, there's no like win left. There's like, there's, I have no path left. Yeah. So. Um, but I still don't want to go to sleep. So I, you know, start searching the interwebs. 21 years since the Chris Farley death. Yeah, I saw Adam Sandler um, tweeted it out. And uh, so, dude, I just went down the Farley wormhole. And uh, 
I mean, it's awesome, but it like sucks so much at the same time. Like, such so many different emotions. Did you watch the Adam Sandler stand up yet? Uh no, I don't think I did. You need to watch it. He, it's really funny, actually. But he sings a song about Farley that's funny and hard and inspiring. And he right. has one line where he says, "We told you you were going to end up like Belushi and Candy," and yeah. you said, "So those are my idols." Yeah. And it's like a really devastating line. Yeah, it was, it, dude. It's it was brutal watching like some of the old non SNL clips of like him, Sandler, and Spade. Like they, like one day the E Network did a video of them like in the gym working out. They're like, yeah, you know, funny guys got to work out too. And them just going full silly. Like it wasn't, it wasn't for anyone. It was for them. And I, I think my final landing place on Farley, he was is funny. that he was the most, the most genuinely funny. Like Robin Williams, I you know hysterical, but like he was clearly an act. He did all the different voices. He was here, he was there, he was he was all over the board trying to make you laugh. Like Chris Farley was just so genuine. It was it was it was awesome and very sad going down that wormhole last night after about seven dosa keys. All right, back to the news. I read the news today. A man was arrested for defecating on the floor at the FedEx Forum. He says the bathroom lines were just too damn long. Another man, I'm guessing a big and gross man, was shot after being mistaken for Bigfoot. Okay. A Western Australian museum defends its accusation of a historical glory hall. The police chief of Green Bay was sick of shoplifters, so he put up a sign warning all future shoplifters of the punishments they'd face. The sign was then stolen. Fart problems lead the World Pie Eating Championship to switch out the pie fillings. A cat was accidentally shipped 700 miles from home after sneaking into a box. The owner cries. The cat laughs because cats are terrible. And a woman was left brain dead after drinking a liter of soy sauce to cleanse her body. Why would you read the news today? Oh, boy. Okay, so you're right. I just want everyone to know that don't do the liter of soy sauce challenge because it leaves you brain dead. Yeah. Cinnamon challenge. I, I gagged. I threw up, but I didn't. It wasn't left brain dead. So if you're if you got young kids around and they, you see the leader of soy sauce challenge going around the YouTube and then your young kid reaches into your fridge. Stop that. Jesus Christ, man. Um, Dude, the news. I read the news today. News was rather sad. <laughs> don't have to read all of it. Um, I like what the do you guy like here, Jim. Would I, you... I, we could save some of these for tomorrow. What do you like? OK. Okay, I don't care about the FedEx because he was shitting because the lines were too long. Don't care about that. This guy yeah. who got shot because he was mistaken for Bigfoot? That's tough. That's a tough break. Would you rather get shot at and they miss you and then they say, oh, sorry, dude, we thought you were Bigfoot? Or would you rather get shot, they hit you, but it was like they were trying to hit you, they thought you were a human being and not Bigfoot? The shooter said I was out hunting Bigfoot. Ugh, that's brutal. Um, like being mistaken for Bigfoot, terrible. Oh, big, ugly, hairy animal. The man didn't want to press charges, and police say they haven't heard any other leads in the situation. Yeah, it wasn't. This was something else. 
That's tough. This was if you say you're out hunting Bigfoot, I just can't defend you. I'm sorry. No. If you're if you're out hunting, and you're like, oh, I saw a big creature. I I know this sounds ridiculous, but it kind of looked like Bigfoot. I almost give you a break there. Like if I if I've got a weapon in my hand, and I see something that looks like Bigfoot, I think I'm pulling the trigger. You ever go around in a Bigfoot outfit? I'll shoot you. Okay. You get your dream come true. I'm too short to be confused with Bigfoot. Perk of being short. Add it to the list. Maybe your Bigfoot son. Littlefoot. <laughs> yeah. A Western Australian museum defends its acquisition of a historical glory hole. So before being gay was like kosher and cool in Australia, there was a, uh, on the, the beats, the beatniks, the gays would travel on the road and they'd stop at this one restroom and there was a glory hole in between the stalls and it was... Very famous glory hole. Right. So the Western Australian Museum is now saying, hey, we got to remember all kinds of people and all kinds of historical distractions. This glory hole's going in the museum. And other people were like, yeah, but that was like a thing men stuck their dicks through to get pleasure from strangers. So I don't know if we should put it in the, you know, country's museum. Hey, remember, remember. Take your kids there. There it is. That's how I met your. That's how I met your dad. I don't. Yeah. It is history, but maybe not. Maybe a different museum. I like. Maybe it. that's the problem. It's here. like it's like the uh, the ruins of Pompeii. There's a brothel, and they on the wall is all the positions and how much you pay. That shit's history. Right. Yeah. Eventually, glory holes are going to be so out of fashion. I don't know if they are already. And then you're going to want to remember, like, oh. Yeah, this is proof. Why are that they going to be out of fashion? Why? Yeah, I don't know. You think they're? You think they're? They last forever? I mean, give me a reason why they go out of fashion. That that mystery rush. <laughs> You're right. Thank you. <laughs> I I don't think. Yeah, I was like uh, uh, the history of uh, being gay and uh, having to hide it was like you would just hook up with other gay guys that were hiding it at rest stops, but now. Hopefully we come to a place where no one should feel they have to hide it. But we're never going to come to a place where people don't seek weird thrills. The allure. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, the fart gate like to- in the pie-eating championship. They're switching switching from meat to something else because they don't want uh, the methane problem was too big. These are yeah. real world. These are real concerns in eating contests. Yeah, man. We talked about this in the world of darts, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dart story was awesome. So yeah, I don't, I don't want you polluting my world of sports. And you got anything on the the Green Bay, the police chief? I'm I'm rarely my pro shoplifter or thief, but if the police chief puts up a sign says like, if you shoplift, blah 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 will happen to you, and then you just steal that sign, that's right. a good joke. It's the old Jimmy backfire. Yeah, that's a good. That's good. You ever go through a sign stealing phase? You serious, Clark? Yes, I'm serious. Like, like, or stealing, like, or just grabbing stuff from the road phase when you got your license. Bro, we used to steal signs together. We ran into stop signs and then we'd snag them. You're right. <laughs> Were you gonna say no? By the way, no, I've done it. I just didn't know if you. Okay. I, I was thinking of times in California when I did it. Right. Like, I, I was thinking of this time where I was a real fucking jerk. This guy made a street sign for his driveway. 
with his last oh, name yeah. on it. Uh, and it fell off. It was just on the ground after a storm. Okay. So we took it because we thought that was funny. And now I'm thinking like, dude, that's fucking that guy spent money on that sign, like custom made sign. That guy loved that sign. Yeah. And I took it from him and I'm like, I didn't like w- wiggle it off the pole or knock it down. I just on the ground. I snagged it. I think this is a good closing story. We, uh, Jimmy and I went through this weird phase where we run into a sign. I think it actually started at Northeastern University. It was just like crazy drunk. We just run into a sign until we knocked it over. It didn't start with me. You guys had established that this is something you did before I came. Yeah, we did. Around. I, I'm just remembering this. It was in Northeastern in Boston. Again, I don't know how it started. It, it was me, Big Evan, and usually we'd pick up a third. I, and me and Big Evan was some hilarity. Yeah, because I, I loved it. So like once you showed me it, I was it was a grand time because you run into the sign, you do a full like hockey check into the sign like throw your shoulder into it it bends in the dirt a little bit and then fires you back like a roller coaster slingshot yeah it was insane how much sense it made to our group of friends that yeah you just lowered the shoulder and jumped into the sign you'd get the recoil almost a swing effect and then eventually it'd keep tipping tipping until it came out so I, that's right we did it at northeastern once and it was just ridiculous and we we ended up with this you forget how big signs are when you're driving so I remember at Northeastern, we ended up with this giant signer in dorm room. Anyways, flash forward to a party at Maryland. You're there, and you're like, yeah, well, time to get it. And our Maryland buddies are excited because they've heard about <laughs> that we had done this at Northeastern before. So we do it, and it's we get it. basically a layup line. The three of us run, <laughs> yeah. jump into the sign. <laughs> you get thrown back, back of the line, and you just keep going until it falls over. Layup line of sign jumping is the perfect description. And then so we get it and we're carrying it and campus authority comes by and sees the three of us carrying this giant sign with like, it's still got the cement from the ground that it was like buried in. And the guy just looks at us, three drunk guys carrying a sign. And he's like, Hey, uh, you boys stealing that sign or like <laughs> officer? No, it was, it was loose. So we snagged it. And we we're just gonna we we're just gonna take it with us, and he, he somehow he accepted that answer. He's like, "Okay, that's fine, but just put the sign down." And we're like, "Yeah, okay, you're you're right. Sorry, it we just were, it yeah. was on the ground. Definitely, the three of us didn't just take turns hockey checking it till it came out of the ground." And so then he leaves, and obviously we pick it up, and the, and then we still take it back. But yeah, that was a pretty ridiculous time period, huh? Yeah, we also did it at Central on our street, and then we made the news and. One guy was like, they stole a sign. Whoops. Whoops. I did it with two beers in the back of my pockets once, and it threw me back, and I landed on my ass, and both beers shattered in the back of my butt. That sucked. Play the good time sound clip. What good time sound clip? (laughs) That's the whole game, my man. Well, here you go. Here's the good time sound clip. It's coming. Good times. Oh, no. Good times. There it is. That was it. Good times. Good times. <laughs> it was, that was nice. One more. I think that's all she wrote, Jeff. Yeah. Weird episode. Good time. Good time. Great episode. Great episode. We got, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll end it there. Christmas on Friday. So call up if you have any Christmas stories, tales, questions, 908-845-5792. Holiday. New, Year, New Year's 2. Any, ho- any holiday you want. Hanukkah, 
Kwanzaa, New Year's, Christmas. Did I miss any? <laughs> I mean, we could go around the horn to like Eastern. So let's keep it winter-based holidays. What are we watching tonight? San Diego State plays Ohio State in the DXL Frisco Bowl. Maybe I'll tune in if it's close at the end. That can't be right, Jim. No? Ohio State? San Diego State. Oh, it's probably not Ohio State. It's probably like... Probably Ohio. Yeah, probably Ohio. Nice O-H. Run. Yeah, my bad. Uh, I got oh. an episode of Talking Songs out, which I said, don't listen to if you don't want to. It's just me high mumbling about music. Yeah. You got I'm anything out today? To no, to right? No, I'm, I, think, uh, we're, I think I'm doubling down and doing another uh, Talking Huskies today with John Silver, who reports the Huskies, and KT Sharp. Nice. Awesome. All right. Well, we're, an a- we're at an hour, so we went about getting to this hour in a roundabout way, like 40 minutes on sports. We're there. I don't think it was sports. We just danced around a lot of things. It was beautiful. You guys are welcome. That ends the show. This one's this song's got a slow intro. Now we got people watching live, but it's it's over. It's ended. You want this to watch this earlier? We're really we're, we're doing it live on YouTube now, so. 9 a.m. East Coast time. 9.15. Get it, Mariah. That's where she gets you with that first, that first you. 